Hi guys, in this show we're looking at Downey Jr, Hoffman, Platt, Johansson, Vergara, Legazamo, Anthony and Favaro. On this episode we're looking at 2014's Chef. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. Uh, my name is Mark Plant, I'm one of your hosts. And I'm the other guy, John Watson. The other guy, John Watson, how are you? I'm alright, main guy, Mark Plant. Main all the better for guy. seeing you. I've, I've got my hair cut especially for you, look at this. Oh, it's it's beaut, mate, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the quest the... back. Yeah, you look like a, a non-gammon Morrissey. <laughs> Every day is like Friday when we're recording I'm, I'm, this. I'm less opinionated than that guy. I'd like to hope. <laughs> Mate, everybody's less opinionated uh, than him. Except my racist mam. <laughs> she, she's got opinions, but no, it's okay. I don't return her calls. Ah, but so sometimes some, some people listen to her, though. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Uh, and this week we have a returning guest uh kirsty's back hi kirsty yeah hello you excited i've been excited obviously (laughs) or have you just have you just been toilet (laughs) oh yeah sorry excuse the flush Uh, never to uh never to not be accused of nepotism on this podcast uh john your bird's back (laughs) the bird is back yeah yeah otherwise she just she was just uh loves listening to the show obviously but she just wants to get involved i just Mm, want to get all up and everything that you're up to yeah we'd had some really good feedback about your uh your, your first foray into podcasting uh, the mean girls episode oh. so we thought we'd bring you back um, and you kind of picked i believe between the two of you you picked a film i love the fact that i'm not getting the blame for this one uh kirsty do you want to tell us what you picked i picked the film uh chef with um john sort of name i can never pronounce family you know the, the billionaire from friends that guy Oh yeah, he's what a billionaire in France. Yeah. Why did yeah. you just call him the guy? What was his, what was his name in that? Uh, Tony? Is it Tony? Tony the billionaire? I, I can't remember. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I I hate as as regular listeners know. I hate friends with a passion. It is terrible. <laughs> it's not for the likes of me. It's just because you have um, no friends. You get jealous of all the friends. <laughs> that's right. But if I had friends like the friends in Friends, I would have thrown myself off the Hudson Bridge by now. <laughs> I also need to stop saying friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, why did you pick this, Kirsty? Why Why did you foist this upon us? Um, so there was one night where myself and John were having a few beverages of a night. <laughs> we were slammed. And um, yeah, we, we happened to turn on film four and it was halfway through the film and we were like, oh, this is brilliant. Oh, look at what this a food truck oh so happy for him and then we always meant to watch it again and we just because i don't watch movies as if, if anyone's listened to the mean girls episodes i've not i don't i don't watch movies so we've just never got round to watching it and then this just gave us a good excuse to actually watch it from the start so yeah yeah, yeah. and you wish you hadn't uh, do you See, know what music, i like it, it. 
I the music like that it. Goes, I like the music. Is pretty much entirely loved. And I didn't love it. It takes about an hour to get going. And then I liked it. But you're right, John. The music, oh man, the music, the music is, is it gets yeah, you, it gets you. It's brilliant. Yeah, uh, I don't know John, if it was. Oh, I, my hands up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was the. Uh, I don't know if it was a copy we had, but as soon as the music came on, it was slamming, wasn't it? It was really loud. Yeah, yeah, I loved yeah, yeah. It. Loved absolutely. It. I watched. Uh, I I I paid money for this one on Amazon, John. <laughs> I I paid one pound ninety nine. It was in the sale, and I understand why. Uh, and I watched it two and a half times. Why did you not say something? I'd have uh, streamed it to you through the right. medium of streaming. Through the medium of legal streaming, of course, which is the only Drop, thing we Dropbox. do. Dropbox. Drop, yeah, yeah. I subscribed to Dropbox. <laughs> no, I, I, I decided to. Uh, I decided to give Amazon some money, like a plum. Uh, yeah. So uh, I wanted to. I wanted to watch it three nights on the trot, like an idiot. So I did. So is it yours to keep then? Oh no! Is it hell, man? No, no. It was mm. my. It was mine for um, forty-eight hours of it. Right. I could have had it for another 48 hours, but I don't really like that follow-up to that Nick Nolte film. Hey! Ha! Oh, oh week. <clears throat> yes. John, please, please don't be. <laughs> 2014, what else could we have been watching? So, <clears throat> 2014, looks like it was a year of... Mm, mm. So, could have uh, watched Dan Stevens and The Guest, The Giver. I'm a taker, not a giver. Uh, Dracula, uh, Dracula Untold, which I actually quite liked. God, there's, there's, there's not a lot of big things. Tusk. Okay. Sure that was a yeah, I, I hear that's meant to be quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Clown. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> and the Monument Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah. I've seen that. that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it, it, it wanted to be uh, to be much better than it was, but it's... It's bad. It's truly bad. Oh, that's a shame because it's yeah. quite a good cast. Bill Murray, John Goodman, uh, Jason Matt Bourne. Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt They're Damon. All yeah. uh, Clooney, of course. Uh, oh, I can't fake Clooney. Uh, yep. Yeah, I was going to say all much better than this film, but no, actually, I would argue that this this film's the best of, of that is, lot. Which, this sounds uh, like the highlight of the year, Planty. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so they so they tell me, so IMDb tells me. Uh, so, would you like to begin learning, Kirsty? Yeah, teach me things. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Um, so we start here with Chef Carl Casper who I'm sure used to play for Man United. Um, Carl Casper is... What did we decide the pronunciation of this guy's name is? Did we? Fa- no, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, John. Favre- John Favreau. John Favreau. Just, Favreau. Yeah. Favreau John. Uh, listeners, correct us. Just, jo- oh, Johnny John. Boy. Yeah, yeah, John. John. Just John. Yeah, Jolly boy, John. Nice one. <laughs> um, so he's prepping some food. Uh, John Leguiziamo comes in. He's Martin. John Leguiziamo's great in everything. Yes, I'd he makes bad Kirsty. decisions, yeah, yeah. but he's he's great in everything. I listened to him in an interview on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast, and he just comes across as such a good guy. He comes across as a guy who's just such a wonderful guy. But he's carrying this huge pig, uh, and they 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 butcher it, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah, the whole lot. And he cuts off the head and he puts it in a pan. 
so I did a little bit of looking. What do you do with a pig's head? Uh, other than put it on a stick and chase a, a, a specky little kid called Piggy around the island <laughs> a little bit with it. Uh, I, so, I thought it was just for decoration, to be honest, because well, they usually put the apple in. Surely you can just they boil do. it up or something. You can boil it up, Kirsty. You can boil it up uh, to create something called brawn, which is basically a, 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 a spread that you spread on bread or toast. Uh, it's also known as fromage de tete. Which translates as? Cheese of the head. Head cheese. You're absolutely <laughs> right. That doesn't, doesn't sound right, man. <laughs> oh, no. Disgusting. Gone. It's your head cheese. Yeah, your cheesy bonnet. <laughs> so, yeah, head, head cheese. But uh, in looking, I also found a, a couple of recipes online for uh, crispy pig head. <laughs> Which just sounds like someone's gone, oh no, fucking leave it in the sun or something. <laughs> that's something yeah, that's that's sunburn, surely. I had crispy pig head yeah. last year. When I got my sunstroke. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Carl's off to pick up his child. This child, did you catch the name of this little boy? Percy? Percy. The kid is called Percy. A ten year old. 2014 called Percy. Poor little bastard. Maybe they just Percy really Jackson. maybe they just really loved that green train on Thomas the Tank. <laughs> maybe Never they know. did. <laughs> Percy Jackson and the pig's head. <laughs> That's the book that they didn't tell you about. Uh, he, he says, oh, look, you know, sorry, we can't do anything today because I'm being reviewed. And the kid knows what a review is. Uh, he says, oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a food blogger. It turns out he loves his job more than he loves his child. What a shit. Why and this isn't the last time that we see that he is just a terrible father. Yeah, he's, he's a, really bad, a bad human bad being. Dad. Uh, the most popular US food blogger today is deliciously Ella. I mean... You know, okay, talk about being up your own ass, deliciously, Ella. <laughs> she has 186,000 followers on Twitter and 1.1 million followers on Instagram. So it's just slightly less than what we've got. <laughs> she has a mobile app. She's got three cookbooks, a deli business, and a line of nutritional snacks. Of course she does. She has all those things. But she does a shit Pacino, so, you know, she ain't got a patch on us, boys. You know? No. Let's be fair. Got no you, another guys. Week where no I'm, you. Another week where I'm not doing it. I'm telling you, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Won't do it when we get to uh, Little Havana later, I promise. The kid, he's, he's telling the kid about all the ingredients. He's kind of going, I use the tops of these carrots. And yeah, okay, or the tops of these radishes. Never had radish tops before, have you? Nope. No, no, no. Uh, no. Tempted to do it, but you know, round here you can only get radishes in a in a bag at a supermarket. Round here, <laughs> oh, we all sell radish tops round here. <laughs> I didn't there say I wasn't going to do in. that gag again. Um, and the kids going, the kids going. Oh, he says earlier on, he says you're not going to be bothering me for snacks, are you? Kids going, no. The kids going, dad, dad, dad. I want some kettle corn. He says you're not yep. having kettle corn. It's sugar on carbs. I'm like, okay, big lad, you'd know. <laughs> uh, smash cut. The kid's got this huge bag of what I thought was popcorn. <laughs> it looks like popcorn. popcorn. It's popcorn. Ah, uh, it, it, it technically isn't. Kettle Ooh. corn goes in a large oiled kettle 
hence the name, and is air popped versus popcorn, which is a specific type of corn which is bred to burst under intense heat. So uh, apparently very, very different. That was the only article I could find that said it was different, which was probably from a kettle corn producing website. Everyone else was just like, it's racking popcorn, mate. That's a good fact, actually. Mm. Just hope you're not spouting nonsense. Oh, my God. I'm here all week. I really am. Uh, <laughs> and oh, my to God. Think we do this to let off steam. Shocking. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are dead to me. Misty's going, thanks, Dads. <laughs> you're dead to me. And he Get says... <laughs> he says... Uh, oh, and that's an Andalus, Andalus sausage. Have you ever had that? And he says, no. Again, smash cut to the meeting. And I'm not joking. The, the sausage in this sandwich, I like sausage. I can't really eat it. It doesn't agree with me. Um, but the bread to sausage ratio made me just feel bloated and unwell. Yeah, and they're just eating a bread. loaf with a little bit mm. of sausage in it. That's that's ideal for me, to be honest. I love yeah. just a, a big roll and very little meat, yeah. I don't like okay. my meat hanging out the edges. <laughs> John? John? <laughs> um, to John? He's got nothing to uh, add. Uh, I, prefer <laughs> so- good oh. I, prefer, I prefer sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know. Uh, <laughs> the Andalou sausage is a smoked Cajun sausage. It's famous in Louisiana... France and Italy. However, it's spreadable in Italy, uh, unlike uh, the butter that you can keep in the fridge. Louisiana, you say? Well, yeah, I do. And we will come back to Louisiana a fair bit throughout. But yes, uh, Andalou, capital of the world, is a place called, a very well thought out name of this city, Laplace. Which is in Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, it's like called, what? Do you, what did you call your dog? Dog. <laughs> What's your dog Doug. called? Doug. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he says. Do you? He, he says. Do you know where? Do you know where New Orleans is? And he says, yes, it's part of the Louisiana Purchase in 1805. Uh, Napoleon sold it to the US, and I was like, whoa! Straight away, there's two things the kids told me. I don't even have to look up. That's brilliant. Well, I did find out that it's 828 square miles, which was sold to the US, for $15 million, which would have been a lot in 1805. And what we do know is that that's your boys, Lewis and Clark again, who did the expedition to map it out. There you go, previous episode. It Uh, is, yeah. (laughs) European vacation, all over that, Lewis and Clark. (laughs) Clark! Yeah, it is, yeah. (laughs) Well remembered, big man. So they finished eating this this kind of four times rollover sausage kind of job. Um, he promises to take him to New Orleans. Uh, the kid's are really smart. We cut to the kitchen. Scarlett Johansson's in this movie for like yeah. a, 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 like a hot minute and nothing else. Um, mm. She's Molly. She runs the restaurant. The owner is a guy called Reaver. Who's Reaver? Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, who again ain't in the movie. Like we've got you for we've got you for ten minutes, Dustin. Yeah. What are you going to do? 
I think it felt as if he was pulling in a lot of favours with some of the people that were in there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There yeah, was like a lot of... Absolutely. Because he was up and coming yeah. as a director anyway. So, yeah, I felt as if it was a lot of favours getting pulled in for this one. Because he could have very easily nice. just filled those, like, those bits with people that were not known actors. It was almost like they were just mm. getting known actors in order to try and pull in a crowd a little bit. Because mm. yeah, it was an independent film, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was playing the game. A mm. uh, friend of the podcast, Ian, uh, told me that it was um, it was a story used specifically to as an analogy for him leaving what he did with Marvel, all the big movies he did with Marvel, and moving on. I had that, yeah. Which is which is which is great. Th- thanks for adding a number, Ian. But my issue with that is, if he was moving on quite as well as he did. You don't have to take all these stars with you. So you don't have to take I, your mates I, with you. I had a thought about that because I think the film after that, or a couple after that, was that um, uh, Aliens versus Cowboys, or Cowboys versus Aliens, which was massive, like the cast of, but it just flopped. Oh, it's before so this. No, was it not after? Was yeah, it Cowboys versus that. Uh, yeah, Cowboys versus Aliens. Right. Yeah, but I was just—it was, it was literally was a case of. Was it because he had that that he felt they need to do an independent just to sort of get some credibility back? You know, yeah, all the Iron Man. He did, he did the first two Iron Man movies, didn't he? Mm-hmm. But I read somewhere that it wasn't that he in an interview he denied it that it wasn't like uh oh what's the word I'm looking for a kind of a breakup movie? No, like it was like so people were saying that this movie was basically him showing in his artistic form what he'd been going through with Marvel and what he'd been going through with that Cowboys versus Aliens movie. But he said it wasn't. Mm. It was just a movie about okay. a share. Just, just, yeah. Okay. Well, well look, we'll, 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 we'll never know. Listeners, you will tell us, I'm sure. So Dustin Hoffman comes in and says, I want you to do the usual food for the blogger. And he says, no, 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 I've got it new. It's great. And he says, I let you put guts on the menu. He's talking about sweetbreads. Sweetbreads. Mm. I don't know if either of you have ever had sweetbreads. No, I haven't. Is it not sheep's brain? No. It could be cheek, it could be ear, tongue or throat, but it is more likely to be testicles. Oh, why did I think it was brains? Because uh, you, you think we are testicles. <laughs> <laughs> it is also known deep fried... <laughs> as Rocky Mountain Oysters. Oh, you can deep fry balls lost. and they're called Rocky Mountain Oysters. <laughs> I'm in. I don't care. Look, a bit, you know, before I finally go vegetarian, <laughs> I'm in. I'm going to eat all this stuff. Um, You're going balls deep? Indeed I am. Balls deep fried? <laughs> <laughs> he says, I, didn't I buy you the French cooking sweets? Uh, French cooking suite is a is is a range, a huge range, um, twenty four inches by twenty four inches, kind of square, and it's a hot, basically a hot, very very hot plate, very much mm-hmm. like a tapenyaki grill. And if you've ever been to a tapenyaki restaurant where they yeah. chop all the stuff up and do all that kind of thing, um, there's one on rdokitchens.com for fourteen thousand pounds if you wanted one Jesus. for the new house. Nah, I can do with it. Just just get some coloured gas and a bit of metal. I'll do it. uh... (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Set fight your house. 
<laughs> he says, I bought you all this because I believe in you. He says, if you bought tickets to see Jagger and he didn't play Satisfaction, Satisfaction. you'd riot. He says, play your hits. And I thought that's kind of a good line. I like that. So he makes caviar egg, French onion soup, scallops. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was, a, was it a fillet steak? Uh, it was fillet of something and a lobster risotto. I think you'll find it's risotto. And finish <laughs> with the chocolate lava cake. I remember the lava cake. Mm. He's watching this puppet. Him and the kid the next day are watching this puppet. And this, this puppet is called Mr. Bone Tangles. Which I, I enjoyed that. Name. <laughs> and he's like miming, it. tired of being alone. It's an Al Green song from 1971. It is 293rd on Rolling Stone's Hot 500. And just to keep it Scottish, it was covered in 1992 by Scottish band Texas. Hey, a little bit of Charlene Spiteri. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I loved this kind of little puppet thing. It was good. It was good. We obviously skipped past the meal. And they're in this. They're in this bar now. I couldn't figure because Molly's working behind the bar, or certainly serving behind the bar. Is it the restaurant that they're in? No, I think it's just a bar that because I thought that as well. I think it's maybe just a bar that they frequent because as soon as he walked in, everyone's hey, hey, bada bing, bada bada. So I think it's maybe just like a, a whole okay. how I make your mouth thing where they just got like a specific bar. Twenty fourteen in California, and Martin's smoking in there. Come on, what is going on? Ooh, like, when, when did California the law come was the first in? place in America. Oh, long before here. I want to say the late 90s, if not the very, very early 2000s. Um, when I was kind of like, what? Like, like what? <laughs> Whose house is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the review is, it starts well. He's talking about how much he likes him, and it ends up being a shit review. Needy and irrelevant lager, lava cake. Uh, and he... And, he calls him fat in the review, which I thought was really unfair. That's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, eating all the food the guest returns. Two stars. Uh, he's now getting high with Molly, and he cops off. And she says, no, we said we weren't going to do it. And he says, let me cook for you then. And I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, she's going to get some food. Anyway, she's watching him cook, and she's kind of biting her lip and all kind of like, oh, my God, yeah. I love it when he cooks for me. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's how... You got Kirsty, right, John? <laughs> exactly, man. Fuck you should no. have seen me smoking that pancake. No. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> She's like, oh, I love it when he burns cereal for me. <laughs> I will give you one thing, John. You make a cracking bacon sandwich, but that's about it. Always making bacon. <laughs> I... <laughs> she liked to make bacon on the beach. Mm, bacon on the beach. <laughs> I... And he makes her this most basic ass linguine you'll ever see. It's oil, chili, and a bunch of uh, like yeah. green herbs, whatever cilantro, as the Americans would call it. Uh, and I was kind of like, "Is that all it takes? Is that all it takes to get into bed with Scarlett Johansson?" Because don't listen, Rachel. I I would I would make some <laughs> basic ass linguine. For some of uh, <laughs> some of that love, that would be amazing. It's not about the preparation and the style and the presentation, though. I only need to pass. To be fair, that's all I need. Yeah. 
it's all about the scram, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so Casper's now at Percy's house. His mum, uh, oh, Percy's mum, and as it turns out, his ex is Sophia Vergara. Sophia Vergara's third time on this podcast, by the way. Yeah, She's yeah, certainly she's up there with people that have been reoccurring. And again, very much like the first time and the second time, she's not in this film either. She's yeah, not really a character. She's very Ooh. 2D. And when she does have lines, it's kind of like, hey, ah, papi, ah, oh, ah, oh. <laughs> again, it's a joke I've made before, and I'm going to make it again. I know when she finishes and she gets in the house, she takes her shoes off and goes, hey, bye, I don't half hurt my feet having this day. Tell me, oh, somebody get me mince and tatties, won't they? Oh. Still works, no plan. It still works. <laughs> it's, it's a different accent this time, so it's a different level of fun. I don't. I don't know when she became from uh, Leeds. I've no idea. <laughs> um, she thinks he should quit uh, and get a food truck. C- keep hold of that that thought, people, because that'll come back. Um, the next day in the in the restaurant, the next morning in the restaurant, he's been up kind of cooking all night, and Martin comes in, and Tony, who again, he, he's barely in it. Yeah. He is. Somebody tell me who he is because I in, like him. He's in, he's, in he's, in he's in all those Adam Sandler movies. He's, he's the dad in Ant Man. He's um, Paul Rudd's uh, ex wife's partner in Ant Man. He is. He's, um, he's Jum- Will's, Jumanji. Will's cop boyfriend in Will and Grace. That's when I first seen him. All right. Okay. Yeah. I I know who you mean. Uh, he is Bobby Cannavale, and I specifically remember him from lots of Adam Sandler movies. Again, he's not in Ooh. this. He's barely in this, and it's a real shame. But he's drunk. He's always drunk, which reminds me of a number of chefs that I've known. He sleeps in his car and all sorts. Uh, they come in and they're, they're, they're trying the food. He's been cooking all night, carne asada. This is the best thing in the world. But they keep saying, fuck Twitter. And he doesn't know why, because he hasn't got Twitter. We skip. I know that feeling. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And, and the listeners and the, the, the Twitter followers are saying, fuck John, because he doesn't come on Twitter and talk to us. <laughs> He's a Twitter. Uh, <laughs> the, he gets home. He's making this toasted cheese sarni on this hot plate. And it it looked so good, it hurt my non-dairy tolerant guts. It really did oh, make it, me it, it, feel <laughs> well it looked that good. Uh, Percy sets him up with Twitter. Uh, what do you want your name to be? Carl. Doesn't work that way because Twitter's been a thing for at least ten years, at least five years by now. Uh, if you'd have been there maybe five or six years ago, you might have got at Carl. You got it. Yeah, but you're going to have to be <laughs> at Chef Carl Casper. And the joke is, old man, no internet, good. <laughs> this kid is desperate for love. He says, he says to him, "I'm really pleased that we're doing something." He went, "Well, we always do things, no, but this is this is us just hanging out and doing something." And he's kind of like, "Yeah, yeah give me give me my Twitter." Give him my Twitter. No. And you're kind of like, oh. Anyway, the kid goes to bed and he tweets the reviewer. Uh, the next morning, the kid picks up the thing and says, look, you've got a thousand followers, a thousand more followers. And he says, oh, yeah, well, what did, what did you do? Did you tweet somebody? No, no, I just sent a DM. No, you didn't. You sent a tweet. And No one can see. 
I'd rather you sat on my face after a brisk walk than uh, allowed you to cook for me again. Okay. So he gets to the restaurant and tweets him a challenge to come back. He's dropping Percy off, and Sophia says, "Speak to her publicist because you've got all these kind of all these kind of people following you. You've got to get involved. Speak to the publicist." He's making this new tasting menu specifically for the guy coming in. But Reva comes in and says, it's got to be the old menu. It's busy because it's the busiest weeknight we've ever had because of you tweeting. And from now on, you've got to apologize to him. You cook the menu and there's no way you tweet anything unless I've seen it first. Unless I've seen like, it, yeah. Or you'd be, you'd be raging, wouldn't you? Ooh, I've worked in places where that, where that social media policy is pretty heavy, Jesus. which is why my gaffer doesn't even know I got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and he never will. Don't censor me, man. <laughs> you cook the menu or Tony does. It's my food. It's my restaurant. So Carl storms out and Tony and the other chefs stay. Carl's at home cooking the menu for no one. Uh, meanwhile, the blogger mm. arrives, and it's Oliver Platt, who is great in everything. Yeah, he yeah, is good. He yeah, is oh, really good. Where Oliver was his, Platt. What was his name? Where was, um, where was his character's name? I don't know. Colin. Jeff uh, the Ramsey, food Ramsey Michael. All right. Okay. Is that a so, is that a conflation of Gordon Ramsay yeah, and... Gordon Ramsay and um, Michael something. Uh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Rue Jr. Perhaps. Oh, R.I.P. Oh, nice one. Or is it, no, Michelle Rouge Sr. He's R.I.P. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is, yeah. You you love a, you love a TV chef, don't you, Kirsty? That's one I thing do. that uh, yeah. I've always been a big fan of. Yeah. Well, one of the things I found out, so, you know, watching this movie, it's about a chef. I thought, mm-hmm. I wonder who's the highest paid chef in the world. Do you want to take a guess okay. at who you think? Is the highest paid chef in the world, or like net net worth? Net worth. Um, oh, no chance! Not in a million years. Uh, net worth, I would say half a half a half a million dollars. I don't know. 500, so I thought it would be. I thought it would be. Um, Gordon Ramsay, but the highest paid chef is Jamie Oliver, who has a net worth of $372 million. And that was as of 2021. Wow. Who's paying that fat-tongued idiot so much money? (laughs) Pucker. I I don't know. People that love Pucker. Maybe he's got a deal with Pucker Pies. I don't know. Imagine how many turkey Twizzlers you could buy with that amount of money. Oh, I would buy them on just ram them right in his fat fucking mouth. (laughs) I'm sensing some hate here, John. I just don't understand it. It's just, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't no. get it. I don't hey, get Gordon Ramsay was like, yeah, he sold, Gordon he Ramsay was like three or four. Yeah, but Gordon, Gordon Ramsay's had a, uh, had a number of failed restaurants. We've been watching a lot of Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares and the American ones and the hotel ones. And he talks a lot recently about how he's had failed restaurants and that. And it's kind of like, okay, well, yeah, should we be listening to you? I don't know. I bet so, so's so Jimmy Oliver has collapsed and he, and he left his, his, oh, yeah, um, his employees high and dry. That's what happens when you build your restaurants on turkey Twizzlers. 
It's not. <laughs> it's not a good foundation for building. I was going to say that. Yeah, it's great mushy. It's, it absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he should have used those uh, smiley fa- McCain smiley faces and the turkey dinosaurs. Uh, Grow them. <laughs> and grow them because yeah, they're going to rock swords. They're going to rock cards. Yeah. Jesus, well, this has on, got very what? British, hasn't it? This, this podcast. <laughs> really this is going, the fucking hell are these guys talking about? Smiley faces. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, while we're on chef related things, so apparently he took inspiration from a book uh, by Anthony Bourdain. Oh, is right. Okay. Kitchen Confidential or something like that. Right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like People Anthony like, Bourdain. Uh, never seen a second of his show. Wouldn't know. Oh, I like him. Have you not? He's uh, like the rock star chef. He's like, oh, I'm cooking yeah. shit. Fuck you, man. Meh, 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 meh. That's, he was then, in Glasgow? He, 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 and was then he in died. Glasgow, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm, Short, shortly after being in Glasgow, killed himself. Pretty oh. much, yeah. It was the haggis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As they're doing the menu, it's the old menu. And, and all the way through him getting served this menu, he's kind of doing this. Is, 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 is this a piss take? Like he's doing these kind of yeah, waiting for something. This kind yeah, of yeah. Like, like what? What is going on? And he and he calls him. He's like, "Is Chef Carl in?" You know, I was I was told it was going to be something special. Oh no, Chef Carl was called away. Okay, but would you like? Um, oh, I, I've I've opened up this special. He said it's an 09 Napa Valley. Boy, did I do some googling to find this particular 09 Napa Valley, and I, I don't think I found it. But what I did find was that the 09 Promontory Napa Valley retails at $874 if you can find one. It was the one that I thought looked the most like the label, but I'm still not entirely sure it is. I paused it. I zoomed in. Had it been like a 4K resolution, I would have done it. This film ain't getting a 4K release. (laughs) I wouldn't have thought, but I don't know. He comes back to the restaurant because he tweets, Carl's a no-show. Carl sees it, comes to the restaurant, comes in, and he's screaming, you are not getting to me. And I was like, yeah, you're not getting to me. And everyone's filming it. He says, but you don't understand. It's not undercooked. He says, the molten core isn't undercooked. Molten core is a frozen ganache that warms up as you cook the rest of the cake. And that's what leaves it at melting. I didn't know that. So I've added that to the list. Yeah, I Lovely. didn't know that either. Mm. I just That's thought it was undercooked. Cool. Mm. Well, yeah, I kind of did too. It goes mental. Everybody's seen it. Everything's, it's all online. He calls the publicist and says, can you take it down? And she says, I can't take videos off the internet. It's Amy Sedaris, who is Princess Caroline, Bojack Horseman's publicist <laughs> in the Bojack Horseman show. Amy Sedaris is one of these weird crushes I have. Uh, she is. Um, of course, it is. She is another she's one. Wonderful. <laughs> she's she's a wonderful com- comedic actress, and she's great in this. She's also very good in Kimmy Schmidt, which is on Netflix, which is worth some of your time. It's very right. much like uh, Thirty Rock. He goes to see Inez, who is his wife, Sophia, Sophia Vergara, uh, and she says, why don't you come to Miami with us? And Percy says, um, oh, with her and Percy, and he says, what, as the nanny? And i just written, no, you fuck, you are his dad. I know. That's you like are that his whole, fucking yeah. father. That's like that whole babysitter thing. Yeah. Like, oh, oh God, I can't come yeah. out. I'm babysitting the children at night. No, right. you are a father. But or a mother. Is, is, is this part of that, that character, as you were saying before, he's a terrible father. He loves his job more than he loves his child. 
So that's why yeah, he, he thinks himself as a nanny rather than thinking of himself as a dad because he's a bad dad. <laughs> he's a bad. He's a bad dad. He's not Adam and Joe bad dad, but uh, bad dad nevertheless. A reference for nobody. So they go to Miami. Miami looks amazing, by the way. We, I've got to go to Miami. I There's nobody driving on the streets at all. It was totally empty apart from their car, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, I, I think that's because um, was they were there at the same time as that bit out of True Lies where they uh, he's shooting the. Uh, uh, shooting the car on the oh, God, bridge. I, <laughs> I not one person. Uh, oh. It looks like, I, I wrote down here, it looks like Vice City. Uh, the music is Bang Bang by Joe Cuba. Uh, it's a massive favourite of mine. I love this piece of music. I always have. I was introduced to it by regular listener uh, to the podcast, Shell Romley, who you both know. Well, um, yeah, she, uh, she introduced me to that particular song. Joe Cuba, right? Is from New York, but is of Puerto Rican descent. Fucking lies. His name's Joe Cuba. He ain't, probably ain't even been to Cuba. <laughs> uh, he died in 2009. Oh, why, why, would, why would films lie to us in such a way? RIP Joe Cuba and his sextet, which isn't quite as hot as it sounds. He says to the publicist, he says, oh, 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 you could be like, someone says, you could be like Honey Boo Boo. Um, I have as oh. much money as Honey Boo Boo. And he says, uh, he says something like he doesn't want, he just wants a job. I looked up Honey Boo Boo, if you know who this child I, is. I know who Honey Boo Boo is. I know who Honey Boo Boo is. I've never seen a minute that. of it, but I'm aware of it. Honey Boo Boo's worth how much, do you think, Kirsty? Oh, so she. <sighs> Bear in mind, she's a minor. Yeah, but she won Dancing with the Stars. In America, one year. The child or the mum? Because I've got both. No, the child. The child. Right, okay. No, the child and the mum don't speak anymore because the mum loves meth or some shit. But yeah, I I would say she's making a decent amount of money. She might be a millionaire at least. At least. John? 750,000. Oh, John, you're the closest. 500,000. Mama June? How much does Mama June have? She has all the crack. Well, apparently she likes crack, but she, how much has she got to spend on crack cocaine, crack rock cocaine? A hundred thousand. I billion dollars. What? No way. Mm, allegedly, according to the internet, I would probably expect it to be a million dollars, but I couldn't find a second article that told me. Listeners, tell us. I put what I put one point five B. That's what I'd seen. It's crazy. Why would she? Who knows? The Kardashians are worth money and aren't aliens, uh, although they look it. (laughs) Should have been aliens. (laughs) So they're going to see, she's doing some work, uh, but they're going to see her dad. He's playing music in Little Havana. He's like a poor man's Tito Fuentes. Unfortunately, he's not singing about Mr. Burns, uh, which is disappointing. Um, They go and see him in Little Havana. Little Havana is the best-known home of Cuban exiles in the world, and they have a walk of fame, which includes Gloria Estefan and Julio Iglesias. No. Is that it? Yeah. Just them two, uh, that's it. No, some, some other people, but I didn't, I didn't dig too deep because I would have just gone into it and gone, oh, and this, this person's famous for being in, I don't know, some Mexican sitcom for 25 years or something. But yeah, those are the two, two best-known that I knew. They're eating sandwiches after, and this whole bit about him putting on weight. Oh no, no, I've lost, I've lost fifteen pounds. 15 pounds. 
Yeah. And he's like, no, I've lost 20 pounds. I'm like, that isn't funny. But what you do take from that is he wants to wake the kid up for a real Cuban sandwich. Inez says, no, yours are better. You need to speak to this guy about the food truck. Now, I kept calling him Martin, but he's not called Martin. He's called... Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he's called Robert Downey Jr. But he's he's called Marlin or something. He's called he's called oh, something yeah, he's similar. Called Marlin uh, or something, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm kinda like what like Marlon Marlon Famadil? Like He's a chef. <laughs> yeah. Oh he is possibly. a chef. He's he <laughs> I don't think it's him. He's Marvin, by the way. He's Marvin. <laughs> Marvin the Martian Jesus. I love Marlon. So go and speak to him. <laughs> Yeah. So he goes to this work place. He, he he's obviously made his money in construction. He goes in, and the joke is he has to put these little blue kind of cotton booties on, and he keeps slipping all over the place. Now I sometimes wear these for work, right? Mostly when I come out of the properties I go into, but sometimes I go into nice houses and I'll put them on. And he's slipping all over the place. They don't work like that. They're not like they're not like cling I know, film I on the bottom. I didn't understand it either. Yeah, you know, you, not... even though I was watching, it, I was like, "What is that? What is that, what is yeah, that all about?" That, that's that's not how that works. Hmm. That we don't know how shiny the... those floors are, how waxed they are, though. To be fair, I remember yeah, walking well... through Socky Hall Street with really cheap boots on, and I was slipping and sliding all over the place when it was raining. So. You don't expect to slip on It's not concrete. raining inside, though, Kirsty. Come but on. There might be a shit ton of wax on there. You never know. Well, they could be. They could have been buffing the lobby. Oh, in fact, on the subject of buffing someone's lobby, it turns out <laughs> that he's been sleeping with his receptionist. It's Robert Downey Jr., by the way. Well, surprise, another one of my friends. The only person we're missing out of this, I noted, for it to be a big Iron Man 2 kind of meetup, is Russian Mickey Rourke with a parrot. We Aye. need more Russian yeah, yeah. Mickey Rourke with the parrot going, Aye. I want borscht. <laughs> or, Sam, or, Sam Rock, borscht. or Sam Rockwell. Sam, Sam, Sam Rockwell, yeah, absolutely. He was brilliant um, in that with his tanned palms. He <laughs> <laughs> goes, oh, yeah, I've been having sex with her and she's pregnant, uh, but I've had my tubes tied. And you're kind of like, oh, God, men, fucking men. Uh, is oh. that something to hold over her? Should yeah. I use this to yeah, hold yeah, over her? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He gives him this, what he calls a white-on-white 88 Chevy Gura food truck. It's busted. It's an absolute mess. Uh, Mm. Sorry, Grumman. The 88 Grumman, there's two versions of. There's the food truck version and the postal van version. So if you see those old postal vans in a movie, that's a a Chevy Grumman, not necessarily 88. Uh, there's one for sale at the moment in Virginia, if you wanted one, John, for twenty two thousand four hundred dollars. Bargain, bargain. Yeah, I guess it would take you a little while to make that back. The miniature house. Yeah, I'd buy that for. I'd buy that for two hundred thousand dollars. Did you win? It's a mess, isn't it? So Percy and and Carl are cleaning it out. It's this cleaning montage. The kid's a really good worker, and he's really like he he doesn't say no to anything for like the yeah. whole day. Uh, he, he he says, "Look, you get the brush, you get the steel wool, and you scrub and you spray and you do this." Steel wool is a sharp edged steel filaments uh, that are basically offcuts. It's described. It was described as a new product in 18, 1896 
but I couldn't find an actual date that it was created. I would call it Wirewall. I know it as Wirewall. Scoding pads. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. No. But yeah, wire wool, we, you'd use it. I used to work with my old man when I was a kid. I'd, I'd go out and do jobs with my old man as a central heat engineer. And you would use it on various kind of soldered bits to, you know, to take off the rough edges and pipes no. to take off the rough, rough edges. They finally fall out because Carl takes this pan out of the fridge. It's full of minging food and throws it in the bin. And he says, well, no, I'm throwing it out. He says, no, it's perfectly good. You just need to clean it out. Anyway, at the end, Carl apologises and thanks him for a good job. Let's go and buy some gear for the truck. So they buy these planchers, which are for Cuban sandwiches. We'll come back to those. And he gives him this chef's knife. He says, look after it. I'll give you the, the cover and everything. And he's, he's kind of like, he's, he's got this chef's knife. And all I could think was Thanos, perfectly balanced, as all things should be. <laughs> kind of weighing it up on his hands, isn't it, on his fingers. Uh, oh, I can think of his giving that kid a knife. Yeah, I was certain, and I had seen this film before, but I couldn't remember. I was certain the kid ended up in A&E from that knife. It, it doesn't happen, listeners. Mm. It does not happen. Yeah, I think they mentioned later on in the film that he's cut himself with a knife. But, um, yeah, it's mentioned to mum, isn't it? Yeah. You need to be 18 to buy a knife in the UK, but I'm trying to find out as we speak, facts, facts live, guys, um, <laughs> how old you need to be to buy a knife. Because surely... In the shop, if he needs to be 18 to have a knife, surely he can't then buy the knife and go, here you go, right in front of the staff. That's like you buying some fags and then going, here you go, child, right in front of the shopkeeper. You wouldn't be allowed yeah. to do that. That's, yeah, no. that's, very, that's, that's a very fair point. But let, let's not forget that when you open a bank account in some American banks, they will give you a gun. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> congratulations, congratulations on your brand new save account, Mister Smith. Now, how would you would would you like the bullets for your rifle, or would you like those in in instalments? <laughs> oh, so that Americans, they crazy, get crazy. back and they're trying to load this truck. They're trying to load this truck up, and really struggling. He shouts over to ask these. I've written surly teamsters. <laughs> <laughs> like in the Simpsons. Oh, I wish I was a surly teamster. Um, they won't help. But here comes Martin. John Leguizamo's back in the movie. Thank fuck. Yeah. Um, he says, "No, no. Look, we're gonna we're gonna hurt ourselves. Let's not do this." And he shouts over in Spanish uh, to the teamsters. And Chef Carl says to him, "You speak Spanish." Well, the clue's in the fucking name. He's called John Luisiamo. <laughs> I know. Because he speaks yeah. Spanish. But I, I, maybe, I don't think he's meant to be Spanish at this. Uh, he's born in Colombia. Right, okay. Yeah, well, that that's what pissed me off. That's another thing that we're lied to. Get a Cuban actor in. Get a Cuban actor in. Not Sofia Vergara. <laughs> you know, not not somebody from Uddersfield, you know, <laughs> who's, who's putting on a silly accent. So he shouts over to the team, says, we're going to get you the best meal of your life. So I'm going to clean the place. You go and get the ingredients. Carl takes Percy to get the ingredients. Uh, he says, we need some, some yucca. Yucca is also called cassava, which is what I know it as. Eaten raw, it can give you cyanide poisoning. And in the late 2010s, during the famines in Venezuela, dozens of people died after eating it raw instead of starving. Jesus. That's sad, isn't it? That That's is crazy, sad yeah. stuff. Especially that Venezuela was such a socialist. 2010? 
uh, in the late 2010s. Jesus. He starts loading them up with all these plantains. And he starts saying, the green ones, the greener, the better. Plantains are basically cooking bananas. Uh, the green ones are savoury, really. I he found out there's over, there's over a thousand different varieties of uh, bananas. Is there really? Over a thousand. I thought there was just That's yellow ones. Bananas. That's B A N A N A S. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. They're using them to make tostones. Tostones, you take the unripe plantain, you cut it, chop it up, uh, you double fry it and salt it. And in the Dominican Republic, they're called. Plantano Frito. So that's a little reference for regular listener Roxy to the podcast. Is that fritters? Uh, pretty much. They make the sandwich, and we, we learn about the sandwich here. And the sandwich, the recipe of the sandwich was two slices of ham, three slices of pork, two cheese slices, two pickles, and you put the butter on the outside. And you pull the thing down. And they look good. They do look tasty. Oh, yeah. They look nice. Oh, God, eh? Until it's golden and not until it's burnt. And they're feeding the Teamsters. Percy burns one and he says, so what? They're not paying for it. And that's kind of, there's another thing here. And he says, look, I love this and I hope you love it too. We don't, look, it doesn't matter that they're not, they're not paying for it. We don't want to give them burnt food. He says, do you understand? Yeah, right. Get back up there and, and get involved. They're talking afterwards. The plan is to drive back with the truck and do lots of other cities on the way. Uh, the kid says, I'm going to do it. And I'll do it with you. You know, I'll ask my mum. They say, OK, look, yeah, fine. Come with us. Martin says, I'll drop you off and I'll get the truck painted by my cousins. He says, my cousin will do a new sound system and I'll get it painted as well. Fine. The next morning he comes to pick them up, and I'm not joking. The new sound system, this huge thing, the rims on the on the, the thing, and painted on the side it says El Jefe. <laughs> it's totally pimped out, isn't it? I was certain DJ Tim Westwood was going to be there somewhere and go. We've really pimped El Jefe's ride. <laughs> or exhibit when exhibit yeah. used to do yeah. one of them. <laughs> yeah. Tim Westwood. There's 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 a reference for oh, our no. British Pimp My Ride uh, viewers. <laughs> so the kid's tweeting that the truck is at South Beach. And this really annoyed me. Every time someone tweets, this little fucking tweeting bird cartoon flies away into yep. into the ether. Tweet, tweety, tweety, tweety. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll give it a rest. <laughs> uh, within minutes, no end of people who look like they've never eaten bread in their life are buying these fried sandwiches. <laughs> Seen that with all the bloody bikinis on mm, and stuff like that? Yeah. Six-pack city? Mm. Yeah. They get moved along by this security guard, who, by the way, was the very, very Indian guy with Sofia Vergara in New Year's Eve. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. I called. I think he's called Russell Peters. Russell Peters. Wow. Yeah, that crazy. that's that's him. Yes. That's a that's a deep pull, isn't it? Jesus. <laughs> he's not very very Indian in this. Well, but he's Indian, of course, but he's not got that silly kind of put on nonsense accent. 
Yeah. Um, he, he loves him. He wants to do some silly stuff with him. The kid's on Facebook. He's on Vine. He's on Twitter. He's doing all these things. Puts my fucking marketing of this podcast to shame, that's for sure. <laughs> and now we're on You're, doing a, great, you're doing a great job, buddy. Oh, you are doing a great job. You geez, really are. Pal. Doing us all proud. Where are we off to now? Uh, Texas. Not yet. We've still got one place to go yet. Yeah, it's in Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. <laughs> New Orleans. This is a regular feature on this podcast that John hasn't watched the film. <laughs> oh, the one with the, the one with the beads. Oh my god, John! Uh, you know what? <laughs> uh, they're oh, off to Norlands, as the North locals New call Orleans. it. That's right, I guarantee. Will you stop saying that? Uh, yeah, uh, it's too humid. So they're putting cornstarch on their balls. Oh, come on! Yeah, and he says. And in the morning. In the morning, I'm making waffles. No, in the morning, dip your nuts in oil and you can make hush puppies. Hush puppies are a corn meal, pancake batter ball, really, deep fried. They're a little bit like, I don't know if you've ever had Jamaican dumplings with uh, Jamaican with Jamaican food. The, the I'm, 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 I'm never making dumplings. <laughs> hey. uh, the, they sound a little bit like smaller versions of those. By the way, if you've got, I know there's certainly at least one place in Glasgow, get yourself some Caribbean food. Get yourself some jerk chicken and some goat curry with some some of those dumplings. Man, that stuff's amazing. I wish, wish there was somewhere in Carlisle that did that, but unfortunately there is not. But that's minging, by the way, and that's enough to put you off of it. <laughs> they arrive in New Orleans, uh, which is named after Philip Philippe the Second, uh, Philippe the Second, who was the Duke of Orleans. Uh, it was founded by the French in 1718. Uh. You know I like a stay, so the Turvia. I've looked us out a room, not the three of us. That'd be fucking weird. Uh, but a room at Magnolia at Magnolia Mansion. Uh, seventy-five pounds a night this weekend. Pounds? They're using yeah. Pound well, no, no, I was, I was looking on our website. I was looking on a British website, you dick. And it, tra- it translates the, into 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 sterling, you tool. Always one plenty. There's always one. Get out. Uh, Ken. Uh, uh, Bourbon Street uh, gets uh, seventeen million visitors a year, which is a couple more than Coronation Street. <laughs> is there no big festival there as well? Yeah, Mardi Gras, John, is what you're thinking of. That's uh, yeah, which uh, in, yeah, in, yeah. in in the Midlands is crying gras. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Mardi Gras, you're right, Mardi Gras. <laughs> um, they go to this market. He, he decides to take him to get his food, and he says, "Oh, you know, you eat eat this slow." He's eating these um, beignets, and he says, "Eat eat, eat it slow because you'll only have one beignet for the first time." A beignet is a square donut sprinkled with, uh, as they would call it in America, confectioner's sugar or powdered sugar. I know them from The mm. Princess and the Frog, which I think is a vastly underrated Disney film. Until oh, yeah, all, yeah, I remember that. And all with the uh, alligator. Yeah, I know, but that, but that, that little bug, that little lightning bug. Yeah, is, is, there, oh, he is there something like slightly wrong with the fact that the only female here has never seen that Disney movie, and two grown men have watched the no, Princess and Frog? No, I don't think you should be. No, I, no, I don't think you should. I don't think you should pigeonhole just because you, you're a woman. We we've got a film podcast, and there's a lot of shit John ain't seen. <clears throat> 
We identify as old film watchers. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Um, the the place they buy the thing from is uh, French. It's called the French Market Coffee. Ugh. The place they buy it from is a French market coffee stand. Um, you can buy a case of 24 cans of their coffee, ground coffee, for $184. Uh, it was founded in Jesus. 1862. So it's the oldest, and it's money. basically just a little market stall. You know, that's all it is. They're also eating what's called a po'boy. Uh, a po'boy is a sandwich traditionally beef, ham, and shrimp, or crawfish. Crawfish, uh, and and it's the 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 po'boy is the type of bread. It's a local right. bread that you can really only get in the deep south. It's also the name of a very good podcast uh, with uh, a friend of the podcast, Jody B. Uh, give that a listen. He is mental. Uh, <laughs> we got your po'boys for some food, don't we? Is it? Have you got a place called Po Boys? Yeah, well, yeah, we went once and it wasn't very good. It doesn't do New Lo- New Orleans foods. It's tundoori. It wasn't very good. Sand oh, foods right. for Po Boys. That's that's a review. There you go. Glasgow's very own. Don't at us uh, or do at us if you want to give them some free food. <laughs> so they get back to the truck and there's a queue down the street and I've just written why the fuck are they queuing for this this is New Orleans you've just been in that market across the road where there's all the food all the New Orleans food yeah. what have you been buying those Cuban sandwiches for they're now on their way to Texas Texas and this brass version of uh, Marvin Gaye's sexual healing by the way oh I oh, loved this I've listened to this about good. 20 times that was good Really good. And they're kind of, he's, he's videoing them and all these kind of things. Um, they arrive at this barbecue place to get what I assume looks like beef. The fuck do I know about barbecue? And I'm a big fat guy. But <laughs> barbecue in Britain, for American listeners, is standing in the rain with an umbrella over with a couple of shitty burgers and sausages. Uh, the only protection of your burger is the only protection of your burger is the craft cheese slice that goes over the top. <laughs> <and it's under laughs> <it. laughs> Rachel <laughs> loves those, by the way. She loves those. But that barbecue place is meant to be a fully functional actual restaurant and the guy that goes, Ooh, have a look at this meat, that is the guy that owns that smokehouse. Yeah. Franklin, I think. All his right, name is. okay. He's the he's the meat he's the meat man. He's the Franklin. meat man. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we watched we <laughs> the meat man from down Meat Lane. Um, we watched a thing semi-recently, by the way, um, which is on Netflix at the moment, which is about different barbecue places. And there was one in uh, Austin, Texas, which is where this is. Not Boston, Massachusetts, John. Ah, uh, right. Oh, God, we could have went in the totally wrong direction there. We could have done, yeah. Road <laughs> trip, for those that haven't heard that one. It's one of our favourite episodes. Um, uh, and and it looked very similar to this, but it wasn't the same guy. So I think it, I think there's probably quite a few of them uh, in and around Austin. Um, they're all cooking away. They're cooking these sliders and all this kind of stuff. And there's, the, the guy playing the guitar was pretty good. That it's little kind of music festival thing, aren't they? Um, she, she Inez yeah. calls, and there's this weird bit where um, he says he says, you know, I love you, and she's like, I love you too. 
and it's kind of like, what is that meant to come to something? And it doesn't, but then it does. And you kind yeah. of like, what? Like that's the only hint. Moment. That's the only hint of what comes. Yeah. Um, when they're on the I way, think back, the, the van. Does he know have a discussion with one of the van to say, look, or is that before when he says, I'm, I'm not a good father. I'm mm-hmm. not yeah. good. That's the only thing I'm good at is this. So I think yeah. that's when you start to realise that even he knows that. The only thing that he's good at is being a chef. Correct. Yeah, he does. And, and character then, development, big man. Character well, no, there is a, yeah, there is a little bit. As the, as I said earlier on, it, this movie doesn't get good until it's an hour in. This this movie, we're now. Oh in, yeah, yeah, agreed. It's interesting yeah. when when they've got the yeah. food truck. It starts to get interesting. When when John Leguizamo comes back, it gets good. He he's the movie for me. Leguizamo's movie. So he says, when you get home, it's over. It's back to school. Uh, and I've written back to being a shit dad. The kid says, look, I'm going to miss you, but watch the video. I've emailed it to you as well. And the kid's been doing this kind of one second a, th- a, a, a kind of day a movie day. or one second a clip yeah. movie. And I've seen these apps. You can get these apps for this. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it looks really good, but I would just I, – I just every time I see it, it's always like three days into the month, and I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, I can't download the app because oh, fucking hell, it's too late in the month. Uh, plus, what am I going to fucking record the cat? <laughs> the hussies that you want to? Yeah, cool well, yeah, I probably could actually. Um, he watches the video, and it's basically a little kind of little montage of all the shit that's gone on in the whole movie, not just yeah, not oh, just yeah. when the thing. Yeah, the, 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 there was a, a slight issue that I had was that it's meant to be a second a day, but yeah. there's some of the seconds that are quite clearly. Probably at least five seconds are quite clearly from the same day. Yes, because the, the, because they're only the, the, they're only together. I would say for about ten days in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and that clip thing plus. is like yeah, thirty odd seconds long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he, he gets he gets upset. It's cute. He calls Percy to say, "Look, you can do weekends after school as long as your mum says it's okay." Now, now the truck's in this huge kind of truck thing with all these food trucks and for some reason Inez is helping but we discover earlier on in the movie I don't know if she's an author, I don't know if she's an actress, I don't know what's doing. The fuck's she doing working on this food truck? I think she was just married into money I think there's something going on where she's married to money and something because she seems to live with all these people surrounded by staff but she actually doesn't do anything Her first husband was Robbie Downey Jr Must have been She's always talking about going to work though yeah, she does. She's because that's why she goes to Miami, not just to see dad, but to to do work. And they've got a driver and everything. So I guess uh, it's maybe a mix of. So the thing about that that scene as well. Oh, sorry. The thing about that scene as well is the scene with all the trucks. That there was one of the trucks was one of the worst, first ones to start off the whole. Oh, you what? just took the thing I was going to say, you little bastard. Right, <laughs> since you're the guest, you, you have it. You have it. Go for it. So oh oh, look at this brand new fact. I'm just going to magic out of nowhere. Which side is Cuban bread buttered? He, he's going to let you do it. Please take my fact. <laughs> so one of the the, the trucks is um, owned and run by uh, a chef called Roy. I'm sure it's called Roy Choi, and he was one of the the starters up of the whole food truck revolution uh and okay. you can actually see that i can't remember what the name of the truck is you can correct me john if you're if you've if you've got it there um but, i will never correct you oh thanks um <laughs> but he was but also not only was his food truck there he was also the guy that worked with uh john Favre, um <laughs> in like teaching him how to be a chef and giving oh. them um 
information on you know the food truck business and all that kind of thing. So he's actually, a, I think he's a co-producer in the film. He started. You know, it, a, a separate according thing. to what Yeah, there's no. He now has a separate um, documentary, food documentary show with John Favreau on, I think it's on Netflix. I can't remember the name of it. Is, I do think I saw 10 seconds of this and the first episode is Gwyneth Paltrow. And for that reason, I did not put it on my list and I've let it fly away because yeah, the last I mean, thing, I don't want my fucking food smelling the minge candles. Who, who, wants, who wants candle fanny on that tree? <laughs> who wants candle fanny, fanny anyway? <laughs> <laughs> we see that Oliver Platt's here and Inez says, go away, there's no food for you here. Um, and he has been eating the food. He's been sending someone up to get it. He speaks to Carl and he says, look, Carl, I know I hurt you, but you shat the bed. Uh, and he says, he says, oh, well, no, I thought it was a, he says, I thought it was theatre. I thought we were having a thing, but no, yeah, you really yeah. did lose it. He says, look, food's sensational. I want to back you. He says, I'm offering you a restaurant, whatever you want. I've sold the website and I want to give you, you know, the money to be able to, to do this. Six months later, we're at this place. It looks fantastic. It looks Cuban-y, kind of tiki kind of thing. El Jefe's. It's close for a special party. We go out the back. Uh, the kid is kind of serving the food, which is a bit weird. The kid's dressed like the man from Del Monte, which I was kind of like, he yes. He says, indeed, yeah. And it's Carl and Inez's second wedding. Oh. And that's it. And that's the movie. The end. The end. Yeah. Do you two lovely people have any more things to add? Yes. You go first, John. No, no. no, I love you. I was going to say, Kirsty, you go first. That's what I was going to say. Doesn't work with me, mate. Go. Give me your facts. I won't love you unless you give your facts. Um... No, no, please, you go first. Oh, well, you two get to fact. <laughs> well done. Um, so I had a look at how much does the average chef actually make in the USA? So the average head chef salary in the USA is $51,152. Um, there's currently 26,228 registered food trucks in the USA, wow. which... It's quite a lot, considering. The one thing I wanted to find out, and I couldn't find anywhere, was uh, the character Martin always has a sweatband, like an Adidas sweatband around his arm, yeah. right in the middle of his yeah. arm. And I wanted to know, was that a thing? Because it's to stop him from burning himself. Can't find uh, it out. So if anyone can tell me why that's, that is. Please, please do. I think it was a tribute to his brother in prison, like Nelly always had that uh, <laughs> plaster under his eye. <laughs> Nelly, remember him? Oh God, yeah. that's in, in podcast in form. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Rowlands. Yeah, messaging on Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> on that oh yes, yeah, right. remember that? <laughs> Brilliant. Happy times. Happy times. <laughs> okay, John. The only other thing I've got is uh, Oliver Platt's uh, brother's a, a prolific food critic. Oh right, wow! Yeah. Times, so yeah, it was quite close to close to the close to the 
the source material for him, to be honest. Cool. I missed when they're in Austin. Uh, that was all supposed to be filmed in one day, but I was reading this uh, th- this interview with the director, and he said it took us three days because the story changed and we added more Carl and Percy into it, so it ended up being three days instead of two, instead of one. And he referenced John Lugiziamo in the same same thing, and 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 he said um, he said. He calls him Legs, which is apparently John Luguiziamo's nickname. And I was kind of like, well, Aww. of course it is. Luguiziamo, Legs. Oh, yeah. But it Legs. reminded me of that Simpsons character. Hey, I'm seeing double here. Four Bobby Carnavales. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Luguiziamo, so they did the, the bit with the, where the kid was, uh, where, you know, where they had the conversation about the kid being upset, you know, where he told him off. And... Mm-hmm. John Luguiziamo says, I think the kid can add more. I think he's got more. And they played it again. John Luguiziamo said to him, think of the saddest thing you can think of. And he did it again. And it was like stratospherically better from the kid. So I thought it was really good. Um, I didn't really know where to fit this in. Twitter's helped us out a little bit here. Oh, one other thing about those sandwiches, the sandwiches that they're making, the Cuban sandwiches. In, In Tampa... They've also got salami in them. In Miami, the version we saw, they do not have salami in them. And apparently, there's beef, not in the sandwich, but between Miami and Tampa over what is the proper way to make these Cuban sandwiches. Oh. Is that like the, uh, the, cream, the cream and the strawberry? Oh, is it cream cream first, jam, jam, cream. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, very they've, much they've like beef. that. They've got beef. They've got beef. Um, right. I, I didn't know where to fit this in. And, and we were having such a great time. It's it's going at the very, very end. I asked Twitter. I told them what we were watching. And I said to my, our Twitter followers, I said, I want to know your most interesting or stupid food facts. Boy, did we get plenty for this. You are going to be mind blown on some of these things. Uh, kids, what are we watching tonight? said, I, well, from the film I learnt, it was no relation to the Lenny Henry comedy show, Chef, which gave me the most used phrase I had in college, I hate you with a passion you can only dream of. <laughs> I could not, like, I could not remember that show uh, uh, and, and, until uh, until then. Do you remember Chef? You're remember. maybe a little bit too young, Kirsty. It was like it's 89 Alan, to 90. Is Alan Davies in it? Why have I got a memory of uh, Alan, Alan Davies, Davies might have been in it? Being yeah. a chef. Oh no, 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 no! That was what something else. Uh, Jonathan Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Crape. <laughs> Yay! Oh, same time. Yay! Yeah. 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 I won't, I won't get them. Keep me that in. Uh, <laughs> this is one from Will at Big Chef, Little Chef. Hi, Will. Uh, he says, my favourite food fact, and he, he is actually a chef. My favourite food fact is nutmeg is a hallucinogen. If you eat large quantities, it can make you trip balls. Ooh. I know what we're doing. Save me uh, some nutmeg. Oh, I'm going to nutmeg you left, right, centre. Bernie says star fruit from Mars. Uh, I don't entirely know where uh, avocados are from. Probably Venus, I would have thought. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Shaky Ghost. 
on on Twitter. Fre- very good friend of the podcast, Shaky Ghost Lynn. Uh, Vincent Price's granddad invented Dr. Price's baking powder, the first cream of tartar-based baking powder, thus securing the family's fortune. Wow. What? Yeah. Uh, as as we as we all know, Vincent Price also had a uh, had a book. I've just realised I'm not noting these down. By the way, ah. uh, Vincent Price also had a number of uh, cookbooks. Oh, did uh, he? The, the Price of Cooking. Yeah, yeah. You you can st- they're out of print, but you can get them secondhand. Um, and fashion books. What? Oh, no, it's Fisher Price. Fisher Price. <laughs> Jesus. J.R. <laughs> Hartley. <laughs> J.R. Hartley. <laughs> uh, Lynn also said a book she read when she was wee mentioned thimbleberries. Uh, always thought they were made up. She found out today, a couple of days ago, that they actually exist. Thimbleberries are kind of like little raspberries. Uh, they're also what I call my nipples. <laughs> 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 Come here. There's more. <laughs> Left, right. <laughs> a hallmark of greatness. One of the boys from that said, I did train to be a chef for many years. It's not nearly as exciting as Ramsay makes it out to be. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> um, these are great, by the way. Uh, Lucas from Partial Credit Pod. Hey, Lucas. Love your show. Uh, has said, I'm an ex-chef. I've got a few good ones for you. The Oreo cookie biscuit is older than the fortune cookie, but we don't call that a biscuit, do we? Can't believe that. Uh, One of the very first mass-produced soy products was Baco's Bacon Bits. And everything you think you know about MSG is wrong, which I... The only thing I really know about MSG is you can hide in a box from somebody and when they walk around the corner, they go, must have been my imagination. Oh, no, that's Metal Gear Solid. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, friend and uh, regular uh, chatter and previous guest, Paul, SP Film Viewers. Hey, Paul. Hi, Sophie. Uh, turkey bacon is a thing, and it's not nearly as bad as you might think. Apparently, yeah. they put it in there. Um, we ha- we have it we have it at least once a week me and John do you yeah, yeah. Is it, but, yeah I, but turkey bacon well, I mean what name does that go by taken I have a special set, of, set of turkey bacon <laughs> I've got a special set of skills that involve turning chicken into bacon <laughs> yeah just, it just looks like a big tongue but we have it on um, with bagels and cream cheese. You can get what was we were listening to the radio and we heard somebody's talking about coffee bacon. Yeah. But but it says that it's it's bacon based just with coffee around it. But it says by the time you cook it it's burnt off all the uh, the coffee, so it just tastes like bacon. It just, like, oh. it's just, it's just really expensive bacon. <laughs> uh, ben at Film Floggers. Uh lemons float but lime sink. There's your showstopper, you're welcome. Sorry, then we've got one more after that. Uh, I, I've put, I assume it's something to do with density. Uh, I, I don't float because I'm extremely dense. Uh, Big Nick uh, is American, as you might guess from this. Everything tastes better slathered in ranch. Yeah, no. Americans, they love that stuff, don't they? No, no, it doesn't. Burger! Yeah. <laughs> Wagon wheels? <laughs> ORTR, a rock and lol podcast, uh, said... Major chocolate companies and producers, this is a screenshot, by the way, major chocolate companies and producers whose chocolate contained high amounts of rat feces include Godiva, Seas, Hershey's, Nestle, Carnation, and Mars. 
Godiva ranked number one on the amount of rat feces in their brand of chocolate. Yes, one of the most expensive chocolates ranked number one for rat feces. Brilliant. Mm, rat for fucking ruined. Yeah. Yum, <laughs> yum, <laughs> yum. Rat jobbies. That's why I stick to Cadbury's. That's, that's not Nestle. Oh, no, it's not Nestle. I'm talking rubbish. Carry no, on. it's all. It's, so why are Cadbury's trying to make Oreos a thing now? Like every Cadbury's thing, since the Americans took over, every Cadbury's thing is Oreos. Uh, everybody loves pudding, doesn't have a food fact, but Chef was great and threatened to fight me. Um, <laughs> so what the reviews agree with you, but uh, as I've said already, I think it's a little bit too self-indulgent. So thank you so very, very much <laughs> for those people that gave us the things. I'm out. User out. Kirsten. Oh, hang on. I've, I've, oh, got, I've got John. a couple more. Is this about rat Did- shit? <laughs> No, 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 no. This is about the stock Rat footage for the road trip. They had to, uh, they had to digitally put the uh, the van in in some scenes. So some of the scenes where it was the van was driving down, yeah. it was basically just stock footage, and they, they uh, digitally put the van in. But he basically also, nickel- yeah, they nicked it. But Twitter did not pay for any product placement at all. Yeah, I was desperately looking to find out how much they paid, and I couldn't find that. So that's a good, that's a good yeah, catch. So they, never, they never, they never, they never actually paid a penny. Yeah, if cool. anything, the only thing they wanted to do was get them to change some of the graphics with the Twitter. Yeah, they just wanted to make it. sure the logo looked in a certain way. That was it. Okay. It reminded me of when when you and I used to be on Twitter, Kirsty. That's what Twitter looked like. Yeah. Back <laughs> in the day, didn't it? That's what, that's what Twitter was kind of like. When we were when we were regular Twitter pals, I do remember like when you sent a tweet and made that kind of birdie type noise. Did I it? Had, yeah, I'm pretty sure on my phone because I always used to have it on loud when I wasn't at work. I'm sure it made a pew type noise. Are we cheap? Oh, was he chirp? So it was. Okay. I have, I have as... one more fact before we oh, stop. Lovely. So I noticed that in a lot of the movie, whilst they're driving around in the, the, the food truck, that none of them were wearing a seatbelt, when I'm very safety conscious. Um, so I tried to find out um, whether there is a law, you know, is it is it all right to not wear seatbelts in America? So apparently it is, it is still compulsory to wear a seatbelt in all the states apart from New Hampshire where it's only compulsory for under-18s. So in New Hampshire, if you're driving around, get your seatbelt off. Freedom. You don't need to worry about it. If you die, sand face. If, yeah, if you, if you die, it's your fault, basically. Yeah. Okay. I find wow. that quite interesting because why, why uh, like, all the states, apart from one state, yeah. I know it's not interesting to anyone else, but I just find it well, quite no, surprising. But look, it's, know, it's, something we, it's something we learned. And to be mm-hmm. honest, if, if if you crash your car in that state and you're not wearing a seatbelt, you're going to end up in a state. <laughs> uh, nice. So, Kirsty, how many things do you think we learned from this movie? How many things did we learn from Mean Girls when I was last on? I just oh, that's a good question. I have started a book... But I haven't got that far yet of going through how many things we learned. And I don't have my old book. It's away over there. So I can't tell you <laughs> to this. But Probably, I assume yeah. it was something around 50, 60s. And yeah, I was thinking yeah. about 60. So I think we've got more this time. Okay. Um, I don't think we've hit the 100, guys. But I think we're probably mm, late 70s. Okay. Give me a number. 78. Okay. John? 87. 
94. Wow. That's painfully close. Painfully close. That was so close. That was so close. I am astonished we got that many things out of that movie. Astonished. Uh, Yeah, so, um, Kirsty, thank you for helping us get there. We could not have done it. Uh, without you and your nonsense about seatbelts and rich chefs and all that. Fantastic work. Absolutely brilliant work. You've done more research than John, and that is amazing. (laughs) To host the podcast. I'm just a bit of the film. I'm not all about the film. I don't know about the film. John thinks he can carry this off with his looks. I've seen that cartoon picture of him. (laughs) He thinks that's going to carry him through this podcast. It bloody is. Fantastic. I was about to ask, where can people find you online, Kirsty? But they can't. <laughs> you have an online presence. Um, I, I do have uh, an Instagram. However, it is my full name. Um, do I want to be sharing that? My full name <laughs> with Nobody the World Wide Web. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Kirsty, thank you so much. Thanks for, for having uh, me. Joining Still us. Uh, it's great stuff. Uh, we are... 100 Things You Learned From Film. You will get us on the Twitters at 100 Things Pod. You will get us on Instagram at 100 Things Film. We're also on Facebook at 100 Things Film. You can buy us a coffee. You should buy us a coffee. We like coffee. We like coffee bacon. Uh, buy us a coffee bacon <laughs> <laughs> at um, buymeacoffee.com forward slash 100 things. You will find us at 100 Things Film on the Tickety Talks. And most importantly, remember that next month we have got a listener request month. We would love for you to DM us with a nice voice recording of you telling us who you are and what you would like us to, to, to talk about, what movie you would like us to talk about. And what we will do is we will do our utmost to put you all in a hat or on some electronic system that allows us to do it uh, and we will see how well we get on you can email us at 100 things film pod so that's the number 100 things film pod at gmail.com get that into us or dm us a little voice recording and finally because it's Pride Month at the moment, we are donating 10 pence for every download or listen we have, as tracked by Buzzsprout, to any episode that we have got. So at the moment, we are racking up the amount of money for LGBT plus youth Scotland, who are going to take one of those massive comedy checks off of us for a very small amount <laughs> when, it, uh, when it happens. How do you get one of those? Can I, can I, can I get one of those? Uh, you just uh, hand a, a regular sized one to Kirsty. True story. <laughs> very wee. True very story. Wee. Yeah. Remember checks. Remember checks. You remember when we used to have checks? Do you remember writing out a piece of paper? Do you remember? Do you know what? There's going to be so many young people that just think that's the size checks are. <laughs> They'll never have seen a real checkbook. Absolutely, they will. Absolutely. Yeah, John, you want to say ta Yeah, thanks for uh, being there, Kirsty. I'll see you in a minute. But <laughs> thanks for joining us. <laughs> Get my beer out of the fridge. <laughs> Jeez. But no, and thanks for listening, guys. I say support is great. And all the feedback is phenomenal. So some big changes on the way. 
fingers crossed. Um, some stickers on the way, apparently. Yeah, I think we've got lost in the post, John, I'll be honest. I'll get you some more scent. Um, yeah, and we we are still doing a giveaway. Uh, we are still doing a giveaway, just with all the other stuff that's going on at the moment. We haven't done it, um, but the giveaway, our 2,000 listeners giveaway, it might be 3,000 by the time we get around to it, but it is still going to happen, and it's going to be big, big, big stuff. So, to echo John's thoughts, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the carrying on. I need to stop adding new accounts because this end bit is becoming very long. It's very half laborious. the podcast, mate. It's oh, half the yeah, podcast. Bad, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so, much love to all of you. We have been Mark, John, and Kirsty, and we've been 94 things that we have learned from Chef. See ya. See you guys.